Welcome to E-Commerce Fastlane, Episode 1. Welcome to E-Commerce Fastlane, the podcast show to help you build, launch, grow, and scale a wildly successful e-commerce company. Listen to real conversations with proven practical strategies and success stories. Learn how to generate more traffic, more sales, more profit, and customer lifetime value for your Shopify store. And now, your host and e-commerce entrepreneur, Steve Hutt. Hey there, it's Steve, and welcome back to the e-commerce Fastlane podcast. And if this is your first time listening, this is an e-commerce show where we have honest and transparent conversations about building and thriving online with your Shopify store. New episodes are available each week in iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, or available online at ecommercefastlane.com. On today's show, have you ever struggled with ways to increase your average order value? Well, that's exactly what we're going to help you with today. You'll learn how to create upsells, cross-sells, post-purchase upsells, and even smart upsells. Wow, it's going to be a great show today. Today, I'm chatting with Jay Myers, and he's the co-founder and chief marketing officer for Bold Commerce. They're the largest third-party app developer on Shopify, and he's going to talk today about Bold Upsell app and exciting new product uh, called Bold Brain. Jay, uh, welcome to the Thanks, show. Thanks, Steve. It's uh, awesome to be here. So, tell me a little bit about Bold Commerce. I mean, I have uh, you know, I, I know you're the largest uh, you know, uh, you know, developer uh, on Shopify in our ecosystem, and uh, you have a, a range of product and stuff like that. And I know a lot of my merchants and 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 uh, uh, you know, different friends of mine that are using a lot of your different solutions. It's pretty amazing how you know, kind of your journey so far. So, can you just share with me just kind of um, you know how you help? store owners kind of sell more awesome. online. Well, first of all, it's awesome to hear that so many of your stores are using our apps. Um, that's definitely our goal. We we started with Shopify in 2012. Myself, I've been an online store owner since 1998. So hopefully that doesn't uh, date me too much or age me too much. Wow. But um, <laughs> I've been on kind of every yeah. platform over the years. Uh, in 2009, uh, I moved one of my stores onto Shopify and uh, like I think at that time, Shopify had seven or eight thousand stores. They were very small at that, at that time still. And um, one of the first things I realized uh, was, well, I, I guess it was like around 2010 when I kind of really started to take off with Shopify was this, this app store they had. Um, I just thought it was the coolest thing that there could be a la carte solutions that you could plug into your online store. And at that time, like in 2010, that was very revolutionary. So right away i mean there wasn't that many apps on it then it was more like you'd go to the app store and go oh i wish there was this app oh i wish <laughs> i wish there was this app where now there's right. 10 different versions of every app it's it's uh it's pretty solid uh, so right. yeah back then i think you know what actually the first app i was wanted for my own personal store was a product comparison app where uh, I sold sporting goods equipment. So when you're selling, when you're looking at backpacks, you can, you know, click five different ones and compare and see all the different features. And um, so as the story went, we, uh, me and a couple buddies, there was four of us, we, we got together and uh, one's a designer and two are developers, good friends and Steph and Eric and Ivan. And we said, Hey, why don't we just build this and, you know, see if we can make a little extra beer money on the side and maybe take our wives on vacation yeah. once a year or something. That was, that was our goal. Um, so we just yeah. said, well, what's the easiest app we can build first? And we said, why don't we just build an upsell app? How hard can that be? And so uh, here we are five years later and we're still 
adding and iterating on it. It's, it's funny because that was what we thought would be the easiest one to tackle first. And yeah, a very, very basic upsell app isn't that hard to do, but we've added in so much more since then. And then on top of that, we have uh, 20 something other apps. So uh, it's not just been focusing on that app uh, for five years, but we've, um, yeah, it's been a pretty, pretty fun journey. I think we've, uh, we just hit around 180 people and uh, it's all, we only build on Shopify. So it's everything uh, Shopify apps. And then we have a bit of a custom, um, custom solutions. A lot of it is actually people using our apps uh, that want it customized in some way. And then we do work with some large brands building them out custom solutions as well. So, but the, the, the product side is definitely the kind of the core of the company. Yeah. And I see that too. When I actually went to uh, your website at boldcommerce.com and then I clicked on apps, you know, I knew that you had a, a full range of product available, but it's interesting to see, uh, you know, I guess you're finding some pains in the market and, you know, people have requested certain things and, you know, you have built out, uh, you know, it's, it's always been my thought that, you know, Shopify does 80% of e-commerce really well. And it's just that final kind of 20% that, uh, you know, uh, needs a little bit of help. And I think that's where either private apps, which I guess you're talking about from a development perspective or tweaking uh, things uh, to maybe um, mass appeal of, you know, of some apps. And I think that's, you know, a good segue into kind of, I guess, one of the apps or two of the apps that we want to talk about today um, is this uh, thing called Product Upsell and, uh, and Bold Brain. And, you know, it's when I was looking at the website and, and, and I have, you know, merchants and different clients that are that are using kind of what I call the one two punch of kind of product upsell and this bold brain. And it made me think about what exactly is an upsell? And what is a cross-sell? Because, you know, and, and I have my ideas of what it is, and maybe I'll share kind of where I'm thinking it is, and, and maybe you can share kind of if I'm on, if I'm on track, and just kind of how uh, this product, this app, you know, helps merchants in the end just, uh, uh, you know, increase their average order. And for me, I find an upsell is like literally like to get a customer to spend more money. I mean, that's kind of like the first thing I think about in an upsell, you know, buy a, a more expensive model of the same product with maybe more features or includes a better warranty or, you know, or just more of a, of a complete package. You know, it's, and I was using an example a lot about maybe buying a camera that, you know, that maybe includes batteries and that's kind of like an upsell offer to increase kind of the, I guess the average basket size, which is important for, you know, profitability and, you know, and then obviously improves the lifetime customer value value of that customer versus maybe a cross-sell. I always think a cross-sell is, you know, getting a customer maybe to spend more money. So it's similar to an upsell, but um, I just, I just think that it increases the order size. It adds kind of more products to the cart, you know, like a buy one, get one or buy one, get 50% off or adding ex accessories and related items. So I still think that they're kind of semi-related, but they're, you know, but it's, it's, so I'm just curious on kind of your yeah. feeling on it. And, and well, and you, you, you've got a pretty good understanding of it. I'd say you, you hit it right on. And you know, what's funny is we actually, the product upsell app for four years actually did cross sells. So oh, um, okay. it's kind of, so yeah. what we found was merchants refer to them as upsells, even though they're actually cross sells. So it's like, yeah, you, like you said, you're buying, if someone said to you, what, like, what's a classic upsell? Well, it's the, would you like fries with that? That's actually right. a cross sell. So you're buying a hamburger mm -hmm. and they're offering you fries, but everyone kind of says that's the 
perfect example of an upsell. That's not actually an upsell. Like a, an upsell would be they're buying a hamburger. Uh, would you like to pay 50 cents more to get the double burger? So it's like a bigger version of the burger. Um, right, so right. we called it product upsell because merchants referred to them as upsells, even though technically they were cross sells because it would be you buy one product and then a, you can offer a related product kind of that was associated with that original product. Um, so yeah, the difference is, is, I mean, they all increase your average order volume. Um, AOV is what we like call it. So that's, that's definitely, they, they kind of have the same end goal and they just approach it from, from different uh, angles. And like when it really boils down to it, this is all stuff that exists offline. And I just, just to step back just a little bit on kind of like our, our apps and what, how we think about things here is uh, every app we build. And this kind of comes from the fact that we were store owners too, is we've always approached it. Like how can we make stores more money? And uh, so we don't really have any um, integration apps. There's, there's two that we have right now. We, we, um, we took those over from Shopify to help maintain them. That's the QuickBooks and the zero apps. Those are the only apps that we have that are, what I would call an integration app where it's, you know, syncing your store with a third party service. Every one of our other apps is like, how can we make the store owners more money, save them time, make their customers lives better. So they're all, all very like front facing or some, in some way the customer interacts with it. Um, so a lot of the challenges that offline stores face and, or I shouldn't say challenges, techniques they use to improve sales are the same ones that, stores online face and the four main ways that stores increase average order volume offline is bundling price anchoring cross-selling and upselling uh and so with we do have a bundling app that's a separate thing but with this app you can do cross-selling and upselling and so price anchoring is a separate thing but you can kind of also do that within upselling price anchoring if anyone doesn't know is um if you're offering three products you always want to anchor like there's, there's, there's three types of people. There's people that consider themselves uh, thrifty and there's people that consider themselves high end. And then there's the people that consider themselves down the middle. And so anytime you have a product, you want to anchor it where if I'm just looking at a product and it's 99 99 and I don't see an anchor, like what's the cheap version and what's the more expensive version. I have a tough time mentally in my head as a saying, Am I buying high end or am I buying thrifty right now? So um, even within upsell offers, you can price anchor. So anyway, so yeah, we just took those strategies and and digitized them. Five years ago when we built it, it was it was actually the first upsell app ever. So it was it was kind of revolutionary. Now there's a, there's a number of mm-hmm. uh, versions out there that are all all pretty good in one way or another. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah. So so again, I guess that makes me think about so. With the app then, so specifically for Shopify store owners now, so how do they make more money with the app? I mean, that's kind of the meat and potatoes, I think, of people's, you know, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it's always a challenge when I, when I, a merchant comes to me and they say, you know, I'm, I'm getting a certain amount of traffic to my website, but I just, I feel that, you know, my conversion rate isn't high, as high as I'd like it to be, or my average order value isn't as high as, you know, just, they're just trying to be more profitable with the existing customers they do have. And so, um, you know, maybe you can kind of just share with me if you have any stats or any ideas about kind of like, like, you know, what does it actually do and will it help people make more money for their store? Yeah, good question. So, well, I can tell you this overall, <laughs> uh, we have thousands and thousands of stores using it and the overall average of upsell 
conversions. And what we consider an upsell conversion is when someone adds the product to the cart, um, like an offer comes up and they say yes and they add it in, uh, is just over 11%. So so that's pretty substantial. Um, And I mean, we have some stores seeing far greater than that. Uh, We have some stores seeing you know, much less, but that's, that's an overall average. So uh, yeah, without a doubt, upsells work. Now we have, we had people install the app and say, this doesn't work. Absolutely. And oftentimes, um, there's a number of reasons why it stores sometimes struggle with it. I, I think one of the number one things is actually time. Like, so when we first, and I guess we'll get into the brain a little bit, but that's where that comes in. But, um, it, like autom- automation, uh, if, if a store mm-hmm. has 10,000 products, it, it just, it's time consuming. And what we would see is there's a number of different ways you can create an upsell offer. You can say, if a person buys this product, offer this product. Now, if you have 20 products, that's not a problem. But if you have 10,000 products that can take you months, um, yeah, exactly. you can say, if someone buys a product from this collection, so if someone buys any sweater, offer this product. Now that's okay, but now we're getting less targeted, right? So the first scenario is ideal because it's like, if they buy this purple mm, scarf, offer this exact purple matching leather gloves. So that's very targeted. That's going to convert very high, but that's very time consuming to create. The next step is like, if they buy any, um, any scarf, offer these black leather gloves. Okay. So it's a little less targeted, still going to convert, but not as, not as good. Um, and, but still a lot of stores have a lot of collections and that was still time consuming. So what we started to see was stores would just create these generic upsell offers where if customer spends $50 or more offer this hat or something like that, which is completely not related to what the customer is actually buying. It would still convert, but now we're talking like one or 2% conversion, like very little. Yeah. And I've seen that too, where, you know, in the past I've had merchants that have excess inventory and they're trying to uh, move it out as quickly as possible. And they've kind of manually added it on, you know, um, as an upsell offer, hoping that, you know, just with some exposure, it would help move the product. And, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's unfortunately, I think it's better to have kind of a sale uh, link in the navigation um, and just, and and have a collection of product that's just not moving well and just kind of uh, have that be discoverable there than maybe doing a proper cross-sell or upsell from within uh, yeah, your exactly. solution, which, and it makes me think too, because you do have, uh, you know, I guess it is new and I think you'll discuss it now, but um, it's this thing called bold brain. And I think it's, it's, it's quite an interesting topic that I think needs to be discussed because it is a, a quite a, an, a, an unfortunate manual process, I think right now of, of upsells and cross-sells to a certain degree, because you're right, you have to either select um, the related product that you want individually or by collection. And they're not always completely tailored to kind of dynamically machine learning kind of what's actually going on in your store and are people actually buying this mouse with this keyboard and i think that's maybe you can share about kind of your take with bold brain and maybe how these two apps can work sure, together yeah i just want to uh just as you were asking that i thought of one last thing i just want to say on the upsells versus cross sells because this question comes up all the time um okay. when you're actually offering an upsell it replaces the original item so like if you're buying a you know, one pound bag of coffee and then it offers the two pound, it removes the one pound and adds the two pound in that's key to the upsell. It replaces where the cross sell adds. Um, and this is just an interesting stat is, uh, upsells 
con- like an upsell where you're offering just a better version of the product, we've noticed converts about 20 times better than cross sells, um, which is, mm-hmm. I find really interesting. And I just wanted to th- throw that out there uh, just to get people thinking. And I guess the reason why it makes sense if you're already mentally committed to buying coffee, let's say um, the mental strain to buy a little bit more is very little to buy a bigger bag versus where if you're buying coffee and says, Hey, would you also like this coffee mug? Well, you weren't shopping for a coffee mug, so it's a little less, less likely to convert. So, uh, but yeah, yeah, so, so the brain is super exciting. We, um, we've been working on this for, well, over, well over a year. And I guess it kind of started because we, well, exactly to what we were just talking about, how stores would install it. And then they would just create a couple offers and then get fatigued and then just create a generic offer for their whole store where we would see that if stores actually took the time and created highly targeted upsell offers, they would convert 40, 50% versus one or 2%. So um, we started to think, well, Hey, like we have all this data in a store. Um, Well, actually, I guess I should take a little bit of a step back. The brain isn't just with up, it doesn't just work with upsell. We started like our main goal with the bull brain is how can we make stores smarter in general? So to, right. You could take upsell. The brain is a standalone app. It's a really, really good. Um, it has a, l- a lot of data about your store and it's a, a really good product recommendation app. So if you just install the bold brain, um, you can put a widget on your store and you can put it anywhere. You can put it on product pages, cart pages, wherever you want. Uh, and it's the, you know, customers you may also like uh, kind of widget. But it's not, the key is it's not just showing other products in the same collection. It's using a dozen different data points of actual order history, what customers look at, what that customers looked at, if there's a browser session, um, ones that were bought together, ones that were bought even different, it doesn't have to be together, but by the same customer over a certain time span. So like the customer might've bought something now and then a month later bought this. Um, So we look at that too. So it takes in a bunch of different data points and then kind of draws correlations between these products and then shows them there. And they're extremely high converting uh, recommended products because of all the different data points that we look at. Uh, So that's the bull brain in a very, very natural. It's, it's, It's going to start doing a lot more than that. But then... The, we started integrating it with all of our apps. So there's an integration point with Upsell that is really neat. There's also an integration with our subscriptions app, with our loyalties app, with, um, well, eventually it's actually going through all of our apps and like we're thinking how can we automate processes so stores can just uh, kind of install it and it works. Upsell was the first one we did. And so the obvious one with Upsell is, well, let's use this data we have and create upsell offers for stores to save them time. So if they have thousands of products, they don't have to go through and not just save them time. It actually creates better converting upsell offers. So the bold brain, if you log into it, it uh, has, it'll, it, sometimes it takes a couple hours. It might actually take up to a couple days to really, to analyze. But then what it does is it comes up with what it suggests as offers and you can accept them all right now. You can just, mm-hmm. you can bulk select them or manually. It won't, automatically create the upsell offers for you, but it's literally just a click to turn them on. So uh, still saving you days of time. Um, and then yeah. it kind of, it gives what we call an IQ score. So depending it, you know, a hundred is like, I don't think I've ever seen a hundred, a hundred is hundred percent of the time the customer buys this product with this product. It's, it's right. really high IQ score, but um, you know, if it's 60 or above or even 50 or above, it's 
going to be a high converting upsell offer. And it's just one click and it creates that offer in your store and you can just go and create all of them. And so we have some stores that are doing more, like more upsells in a month than they used to do in a year with not changing anything, not changing any products, prices. All they did was install the brain with upsell and the brain is free by the way. It just, it just, it's kind of like a, a data plugin that works with upsell and uh and then just all they did was just start accepting the offers and yeah they're they're doing 10x what they used to do in in upsell offers i actually ran i was looking through uh some stats the other day uh i think i have it up here yeah so we looked at stores that uh had upsell for 90 days and then had brain and the upsells for 90 days and kind of looked at some data to see like, okay, how's it affecting these stores? Um, mm-hmm. The add to cart conversion. So that's like upsell offers pop up and add to cart uh, increased 149% for those stores. Um, the thing, so this is actually one that was really interesting. So of those stores, uh, there's a, I don't know, it's not a, a huge, it's maybe about 70 or 80 stores we looked at in this, in this group that, so that, but we wanted stores that had upsell without brain for 90 days and then upsell with brain for 90 days. And I ran this about a month ago. Um, the biggest thing was views. So in that group of stores, there was 358,000 upsell views. That means like how many times an offer was literally viewed and then right. 900 and then after installing the brain, 932,000. And I think, I think one of the biggest things, so yes, it increases conversion. Um, but it's, it's these stores owners just don't have time to create all these offers. So if you can have something automated, it's, it's, they're getting more, there's more offers. So every product on their store is going to have some very highly targeted relevant offer. If there isn't a relevant offer, the brain won't suggest it. So there won't be something on there that's like, annoying your customer with not a relevant offer. Um, but if there is, and, <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah, so there's just that many more offers being showed. So stores are just killing it. Um, with having that solved. Yeah. That's phenomenal. That's, that's phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, and it seems like a no brainer. I mean, it just, it's, especially when it's free, um, it sounds like you put, you know, a year's worth of, uh, kind of, uh, smarts into it to figure out these certain data points and, uh, you know, and just, yeah, I, I like the fact too, that it doesn't just automatically kind of recommend things. Uh, you know, you have to approve it. I think that's great. Um, because you know, as a business owner, you know, your business mm-hmm. best and, um, it will take time for it to, uh, almost machine learning to make these, uh, decisions. Yeah. You still want um, that final so say. Yeah. You do. Yeah. 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 So maybe, of, uh, we should maybe think outside the box just for a minute. So like, are, I guess there must be different types of upsells or maybe even, are there any crazy upsell offers that you've seen, uh, lately that you can share with? The yeah, listeners? for sure. And like, this is the question that comes up a lot because a lot of times stores will say, well, I don't really have relevant products. You know, I, mm-hmm. I have 10 products right. on my site. They're all on my homepage or there's a lot of stores that are single product stores. You know, they just had a Kickstarter campaign, you know, one product and they have a Shopify store. Um, so if you have thousands of products, it's a no brainer. You're going to have products bought together. Um, but some of the interesting ones we've seen, uh, we see stores selling uh, warranty packages. That's a, that's a common thing. So, you know, on checkout, uh, an offer comes up, add an extended warranty. So that's maybe not something you traditionally think as a upsell offer, but that's something a lot of stores use it for. Uh, 
Uh, gift wrapping is a very common one. Um, you can do it on the on the product or on the cart. So either when they click add to cart or or, add, or on checkout, would you like to add gift wrapping? And you can charge for it five dollars, or you can make it free. Um, usually people charge a couple bucks for it because it's kind of a, a good way to add a little bit to it. So um, instruction guides are kind of a cool thing we've seen. So uh, people's upselling, you know, if you're buying, I don't know, th- think of a product like some type of skateboard or something, and maybe you have like a, a pro guide on from the Tony Hawk mm-hmm. wrote on like how, how to, yeah, how to yeah, use yeah. it or something like that. So for, for nine ninety nine, get <laughs> yeah. the, the pro user guide or, you, uh, you know, some type of document on it. Um, so that's, you know, it's again, thinking outside the box. I think one of the coolest ones I've seen recently, we had a store do this and they, they just killed it. Uh, they upsold a mystery box. And so no one knew what was in it. It was, you would, you would check out. Mm. Um, and then the offer would just say for, I can't remember what the price was. It was like seven bucks or 10 bucks or something for 10 bucks more add a mystery box. And so, so you wouldn't even know what it was. It was a picture of a box with a big question mark on it, kind of gift wrapped. And they had a crazy yeah. high conversion on it. I was, I was blown wow. away. Um, I, I, I don't know their exact strategy. If like every item in the box was less like $10 or less, or like maybe it ranged Some were $5 and some were $20. And so, but they averaged out making money on it. Uh, so again, like that was something that people love a mystery. <laughs> people love a surprise and yeah. they, they couldn't resist not getting it. Yeah, it's almost like fear of missing out too. If he didn't checkbox it and then all of a sudden, you know, uh, you go into social media and go like, Hey, you know, I bought this mystery box. It's just, it's a very interesting strategy and tactic, uh, to do that sort of yeah. thing. And, and, uh, one, you know what, I guess one, one yeah, other one ahead. I just kind of thought of actually, um, donations is actually an interesting one that a lot of people do as well too. So they'll, mm. they'll create a product, add variants like $1, $2, $5, $10. And then on checkout, it's like, would you like to add an extra dollar or $2 to a, um, and we've seen this happen a lot when there's been crisis, like, you know, hurricanes and floods, um, store owners will add a upsell at checkout that is a donation. And, um, you know, that's obviously not to increase your revenue, but it's for a good cause. And we've seen a lot of people use upsell for that as well, too. So. Yeah, I can see the whole social conscience part of brands. Mm-hmm. I think it's it's uh, kind of a, a very big differentiator right now that I that I see uh, just merchants that I uh, you know have close contact with. A lot of them um, have some kind of philanthropy mm-hmm. or some kind of uh, an, an offer that says, "Hey, you know, we're not just all uh, money hungry and earning profit." Which is a starting point, but it's just it really gives back to the community, and I think that's a a, a great way to uh, to use your app. I was thinking too. There's um there's other I guess different ways of using upsell. That I think stores can use. And I've, I've had some experience one, uh, and maybe you can explain some of the ones that are, that are on top of mind for me, but one I think about is like post purchase upsells. And it's, it's an interesting topic that's, that's been, uh, mentioned to me a few times by some merchants and are saying, Hey, you know, I, 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 I hear that, you know, after somebody makes a purchase that an op, you know, they've already committed and not trying to upsell them or cross sell them. The, the transaction is done, but then there's this post purchase upsell, uh, kind of uh, mm-hmm. action that happens. Can you explain a little bit of kind of what that yeah, is? So what a, uh, what a post-purchase upsell is, is after the order is complete, uh, you present an offer to the customer where, you know, you can have a kind of a countdown timer where it's like one last chance to get this product. And, you know, there's three minutes and it's counting down uh, and it's, and it's one click. They don't have to re-enter their credit card information. They've just gone through the checkout. Uh, and if, you know, 
it's one click to add. And actually, so there's, there's kind of a couple interesting benefits of that. One is you can completely get out of the way of the customer. So you can let them have a, some people, there is some, um, debate of does an upsell decrease conversion because you're showing an offer when the customer checks out. And, um, we actually haven't seen, so there, there, there could be a very, very slight, we actually very, I don't think I completely subscribe to that theory, but, um, either way, the benefit, like the extra revenue outweighs the 0.001% maybe of conversion loss. And I think if you do it in a tactful way, I don't even think you lose conversion. I think it's only when stores are upselling a completely unrelated product uh, that you might scare away a customer. But if it's very targeted, you're doing the customer a favor. They're buying a camera and you're offering them an extra battery for it. Like they're not going to be like, oh, screw these guys. They offered me an extra battery. I'm leaving. Um, but it's like, if you, you're buying a camera and it's like, Hey, would you like a hat for our store? And like, no, come on. Like, so, um, if the upsells are relevant, I don't think you lose any conversion, but if you do believe that, uh, one benefit of the post-purchase upsell is you don't have to have any offers to the customer prior to purchase. Um, they're, they've, given you their credit card they've given you their shipping information they've committed to buying from you and now you give them the offer so you there's absolutely no way of, of reducing uh, any friction even though you know amazon this was a couple of years ago they said that 35 percent of their revenue uh comes from bundling cross sells and upsells so i mean mm. i don't i if, you know, amazon probably does a, does a lot of studying on conversion so i uh, i definitely Def- they sure do. I definitely don't believe that upsells are going to reduce it but like i said if you do the post purchase upsell will not do that at all and uh it's and it it's it's a click so it's not uh they don't have to re-enter any information and you've right. you've got a committed buyer so um it's a much it's actually a much higher converting uh upsell offer because it's it's they've they've already given you their their credit card information so yeah yeah, and I can see that too, where, you know, it's, it's that you're right. They've already committed to buying and it's just, you know, it's just, it's, it's another related offer of some sort that, um, uh, you know, it's just, it, it's a yes or a no. And if you don't ask, the answer is already no. And so it makes sense to kind of, you know, in, in a lot of cases, it makes sense to offer it, yeah, I exactly. think. So the way it does it is it, and so, a, it, it offers it, uh, you can set a timer to, you know, three, well, you can set whatever you want. You can make it one minute, three minute, five minutes, however long you want the offer to show there. If the customer places an order and walks away from their computer after three minutes or whatever your timer is, it just generates the order like it normally would. Um, but if they accept it, then it generates it instantly with that upsell in the, in their order. Now, I guess on the flip side of an upsell, there's, uh, there's something called the downsell. Mm-hmm. And so how do you, how do you handle that? And what is a downsell? Yeah, downsell is where you offer, it's it kind of the sort of the opposite of an upsell, I guess. Um, basically, so say you're yeah. offering someone, a, they buy a TV, it's a 42-inch TV, and you offer them a, hey, for $100 more, you can get the 55-inch TV. And if they say no thanks, then you offer them, oh, okay, well, for only $20 more, you can get the 47-inch. because they. So it's, I see. It's, it's like a bit of a downsell, not down from what they originally were buying, but down from the original, from the original upsell offer. Um, again, that's one of the ones that are, you could say controversial. I don't like, are you being a little bit too pushy? Maybe, but they do convert. And this is, this all kind of comes down to business decisions for stores. Like, um, I would always recommend 
doing a little bit of experimenting before you start having a whole bunch of offers, but um, we see stores doing it and doing awesome with it. So, um, but yeah, it, it has to be relevant and done in a, in a right kind of way. Yeah, I can definitely get it. Are there any other uh, type of upsell offers other than, you know, post-purchase kind of the upsell, the downsells or anything else that you can think of that maybe stores can offer? Yeah. So with, with our brain, well, so with bull brain upsell, and we also have a subscriptions app, um, there are some other really neat things you can do. And, and one of the, one of the things we're looking at with, um, so again, to, to go back to when you have a committed customer who's buying from you that the, the post-purchase upsell is easy to convert on. Uh, when you're selling subscriptions, uh, if you have a person subscribed, they're kind of in the same mindset. They've, you're, they're already buying from you. They're getting the product from you every month. Um, so to upsell them on an existing subscription isn't that hard. So if you have every month something coming and you get an email and it says, Hey, would you like to add? So say you're getting coffee every month. It's like, Hey, would you like to add this, um, this limited edition coffee mug for five bucks this month, uh, click one click and it adds it to the next month's order. Um, so with our bold subscriptions app and upsell you and the brain, you can do that and you can automate it. You don't have to use the brain. You can manually create them. Um, mm-hmm. you can do post subscription purchase upsells, uh, as well too, which is sometimes you want to do on like, just for the first order, ship something with it. Um, so, and then, Loyalty upsells is an interesting one. Uh, so the brain also integrates with, with the loyalties app and loyalty points is kind of like money. So when you're, when you're sh- every month, if you're a regular buyer of a store, you have loyalty points and um, kind of the, what we're doing with the brain with that is uh, emailing. So if you have 10,000 points with a store uh, emailing you and saying, Hey Steve, you have 10,000 points. Here's a few things that, uh, you can buy with it, but rather than just showing any products that fit under those points, it's using the data from the brain, showing relevant products that are products related to the product you just bought or have previously bought. So you're going to be much higher to convert on them and click and go, Oh yeah, I'll buy that right now. And that's one click. If you have enough points for it, you can just check out with that product. So, um, I guess that's not so much an upsell, but that's more of a brain kind of integration. That's what I was thinking about yeah. that, but um, yeah, that's, that's, no, they definitely, they definitely work together. And I, and I see, I definitely see the benefits and, you know, like individually quite a few apps do lots of great mm. things. Um, you know, like I mentioned with this whole 80, 20, you know, with Shopify doing that 80% well, and it looks like, you know um, you know, this final 20% and this is really going to help merchants, uh, you know, like I said, increase their, their, uh, their sales, um, increase just their average order size, um, and lifetime customer value. That's so, cool. Do you have any closing? That's great. Is there any closing comments or anything you'd like to leave with our visitors today? Yeah, sure. I mean, I guess uh, I would just encourage anyone who's not offering some type of upsell to give it a give it a shot. Like literally almost every store can benefit from it. And, you know, like I mentioned earlier, even stores that have one product, you can do interesting things, um, whether it's you know, instruction guides or gift wrapping or warranty pack, whatever it's, there is ways you can do it. So I would, I mean, it's free to try. The brain is free. Uh, the upsell app is a 30 day free trial. Um, and actually we'll probably get into it in a minute there, but we've got a special offer e-commerce, e-commerce yes. fastlane. It's just, it's going to be a lot longer than just 30 days. Um, Beautiful. but, uh, yeah, give it a try. It's, it doesn't, it doesn't cost anything to try and you can kind of only benefit from it. So, um, even if you don't think, 
you have products that are necessarily, uh, you know, relevant. Um, just kind of like, that was a really good question you asked earlier about thinking outside the box. Cause I think that's something a lot of store owners maybe struggle with. So I would just encourage mm-hmm. people to, to give it a try. And um, we have some stores that are, you know, they just swear by it and it's been so key to their bottom line, uh, those upsell offers. And it's, um, so I would encourage everyone to give it a shot. Beautiful. Well, Jay, you know, thank you so much oh, for coming pleasure. on the show today. And I guess uh, in parting, I, I, I see that you have uh, uh, created an, a special offer for all the listeners of uh, the e-commerce Fastlane podcast. So can you share um, what you're offering? Today? Yeah, sure. So um, I guess if you're going to go to ecommercefastlane.com forward slash bold, uh, that's going to redirect you to a page where you can get any of our apps free for six months. So uh, not just upsell, uh, any of our apps. We have, there's a whole plethora in there from, <laughs> I won't go into all of them, but um, yeah, so e-commerce, fastlane.com forward slash bold, check it out. And um, you know what? Even feel free to pass that on to your friends, but just tell them, make sure they listen to this podcast. <laughs> Guilt, guilt them into it. it. You got it. You got it. All right, Jay, thanks so much for coming on the show today. And have my a My pleasure, day. Steve. Thanks for having me. I hope you enjoyed my conversation today with Jay Myers from Bold Commerce. I especially would like to thank Jay for the clarity now on cross-selling and upselling with your e-commerce store. An upsell replaces the original product and a cross-sell adds more to a selected product. So the full show notes and links to an extremely generous six-month free trial for upsell app, Bold Brain, or any of the apps that Bold Commerce develop can be found at ecommercefastlane.com forward slash boldcommerce. Thanks again, Jay, for hooking up the listeners with this sweet deal. And as the show is new and any and all support is greatly appreciated. So if you haven't already done so, if you can take a few minutes uh, to subscribe on iTunes or Stitcher for Android, it only takes a moment of your time on your phone to subscribe. And I'd be so grateful if you could write a five-star rating and review. You know, the first eight weeks of any new show, it's crucial uh, for its visibility and success in iTunes and then the eventual discoverability in the new and noteworthy section of iTunes. So leaving a a five-star review uh, is a great way that you can show your appreciation uh, to the continued production uh, of this show. Thanks again for being a supporter. And tune in next week uh, when my guest is going to be Roman from Gorgeous. It's a e-commerce CRM solution, and we're going to discuss... Uh, how to improve customer service experience that you're delivering to your customers. And you'll also learn about how to provide a unified support experience across all of your channels. And finally, how to use automation to automatically respond to common support requests. So it's definitely an episode you're not going to want to miss. Thank you again for taking time out of your busy day and listening to the show. I truly appreciate you and your entrepreneurial journey, uh, be that online, offline, or anywhere in between. Until then, enjoy the rest of your week and take care.